This message is from the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs. Are you a veteran who served in combat after the Gulf War and was discharged between September 11, 2001 and October 1, 2013? If so, you may be eligible to apply for PACDAC benefits during a special enrollment period that ends on September 30, 2023. The PACDAC expands benefits and care for veterans exposed to burn pits, toxins, Agent Orange, radiation, and other environmental hazards while serving. Act fast. Even if you applied before and weren't eligible, you may be eligible now. The deadline to apply is September 30th. For more information, go to va.gov pact. That's va.gov pact. Welcome to the Dog Tag Diva podcast. I'm your host, the Dog Tag Diva, and I have two very wonderful and sweet guests with me tonight. They have a great organization, and I am so excited and happy to share them with you this evening. Uh, the adorable and wonderful Matt and Eileen Titus, newlyweds. Yay! <laughs> Welcome to the show. Hi! Hello, Hi, thank, thank you. you. Yeah. We're excited so to, happy to have you guys on. Uh, so the mission and vision of the podcast is to educate, motivate, and inspire. And one of the things I love about your organization is that you're doing so much to help veterans. And there's a really important reason behind where you guys came from. So tell us a little bit about yourselves and your organization. And we're going to have a great conversation about this amazing foundation tonight, Michael's Foundation. Yeah. You want to start? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm Eileen, uh, Eileen Titus. I'm the chief operating officer of Michael's Foundation. I was brought on to help um, basically add events and fun uh, programming that's all free for veterans and their families uh, in 2021. And this is my wonderful husband, Matt Titus. Uh, he is the brother of Michael Paul Titus. And if you want to tell... Yeah. Um, well, like you said, I'm Matt Titus. Yeah. Uh, I am a veteran, uh, served in Operation Iraqi Freedom with 3rd of the 325 out of Fort Bragg. I was airborne infantry. Um, and yeah, so my little brother went in, Michael Titus, um, who in, was the inspiration, unfortunately, for the foundation, um, is the reason we are taking uh, the bad from, or the uh, a poor ending to a, a wonderful story and trying to make some good out of it. Um, what that means is uh, Michael unfortunately took his life in 2016, February, 2016, right on the Super Bowl. 
Um, and the son of a gun ruined pretty much every Super Bowl for me after that. <laughs> um, took his life. Um, and it took my family. I come from a big family. Um, there's always, there's six of us siblings and, you know, we picked a few up along the way. We're just like that. Um, so, I mean, I'd say a family of nine or 10 at the end of the day and, uh, it shook us. It, it definitely shook us. We didn't know what to do for a few years. And then 2018 rolled around and mom woke up from whatever days losing a child puts you in um, and decided that she was going to not let any other mothers feel what she felt from her loss. Um, and in that, Michael's Foundation was born. Um, yeah. And then the journey to 501c3 status and uh, bouncing around at different farms and owning horses and not owning horses. And now we're at the farm here in Claremont. Um, and it's a wonderful partnership we have with Keeley Clark's Almar Arabian Sport Horses. Um, and so they maintain all of our horses and we just get to, to play with them, hang out with hang the out. veterans and, yeah, <laughs> and enjoy the horses and then leave. <laughs> yeah, yes, you get to reap the benefits. <laughs> yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Yes, it's like, oh, you just want a pet and groom. We can go and, and do it. It's a couple minutes away. Yeah, the foundation is, um, you know, largely about continuing the conversation with veterans and just being here for them to have open arms if they need us in any way. We, we do a lot of fun things for veterans, a bunch of uh, family fun events and activities and programs. And then we also have veteran benefit guidance. We have an expert on staff who helps veterans whenever they need it um, with their compensation and or just general essentials every day. Um, but really, we're about just we're here. You know, if you want to come to the farm and see some horses, you can do that. And then we do a lots of fun and family events for veterans and their families. Yeah, it's, it's really a great uh, organization. And there's been a lot of talk the last few years about equine therapy and the benefits uh, that people reap from such uh, such therapy. And I'm an avid animal lover. Um, and I have to say that I'm probably going to, that's how I'm probably going to die is petting something I probably shouldn't be. <laughs> 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 uh, but the horse, and I've never been around but the first time I was around them, it can be a little intimidating. Even though you love animals, they are large animals and animal behavior is, you know, can be a little different. And it's kind of, it's very amazing that learning how to read their behavior and translates into therapy uh, for uh, an individual. Um, and what has it been like for you guys watching this over the last couple of years since the foundation has started? Well, you hit the nail on the head when you talk about horses um, being intuitive. I mean, it, it's they or how special of an animal they are, um, because a lot of the animals that we deal with every day are predators. Um, I mean, birds, cats, dogs, they're all hunters. They're all predators. Um, what separates the horse is that it's prey, right? Mm -hmm. it, it's not carnivorous. It's not going after anything. It's it's so that the fact that it's it's prey means it has to be hyper aware of its surroundings. Of, yeah, of what what's going on around it, um, the individuals that are nearby it. And so that makes them a very intuitive animal. And 
they pick up on, I mean, they can hear our heartbeat. <laughs> they, they really, um, it's impressive what a horse can accomplish. Um, so really their intuition is what helps manifest or create the bond between the horse and the veteran. Beautifully put. Yeah, I, I have to say that, you know, the, the first time I came out to the farm and was for the Women's Veterans Day, which was amazing, uh, by the way. Uh, women veterans were our own little population and uh, we have different, you know, needs. And sometimes it's nice just to have the ladies around. And, uh, you know, you have an amazing uh, staff member, Zach, who, you know, he's got this beautiful horse, Ezra. He's like, okay, we're going to get in the pen with Ezra. And Ezra is a Frisian, which is a huge horse. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and they're like, yeah. oh, you're going to go in the pen. You're going to get him to listen to you. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> sure. Yeah, it can be a little intimidating. Was it a success? Did you? It was a success. Ezra is beautiful. Um, and Zach clearly has a very good relationship with his horse, but awesome. if you've never been around horses and they say you're going to get into this pen with this huge <laughs> horse, um, but it kind of teaches you to step into yourself and focus on your breathing and yourself and read their behavior so that you can control your behavior. Uh, you know, I don't, I think mm -hmm. for really forces you to be in the moment and, you know, all of our programs, well, most of our programs are therapeutic in nature. We don't actually offer therapy on property, but we do equine assisted learning. So we have a lot of therapeutic uh, programs that include horses that are therapeutic in nature. So, you know, like you both were just saying, being around horses is very therapeutic, especially for a lot of the veterans. Sometimes they just want to touch a horse. They just want to groom and hang out. They don't even want to ride. You know, it's just a nice way to get connected both to yourself and to something that's larger than you, literally, that's just going to stand there and, and be there for you, you know? So there's something very safe about that, that I think, you know, our veteran, our veteran members like, and then also the general veteran uh, support population. Yeah. And, you know, and, and the important thing, you know, one of the things that, you know, all the, of your programs offer is the co combating isolation, you know, and Matt, you, you've been deployed and, you have multiple siblings who have all served in the military besides you and Michael, correct? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Joey as well. Um, one of our adopted kin. Uh, so yeah, he was also in the Army paratrooper. And are you guys an Army family or there's there some mix of service branches in there? <laughs> no, all three of us were Army. Joey went first and we all followed. Follow suit. Okay, so there's no question who you're rooting for on Saturday then. <laughs> yeah, definitely not. Definitely. Right. No matter how bleak the, the possible foreseeable outcome could be. I I think Army's record is a little better this year. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, Navy dominated for quite a many years, and you know, so I and Army's had it the last couple of years. I actually enjoy when they release the uniforms every year. I always just look forward to what's the uniform, what are the uniforms going to be uh, this year? Uh, and I have to say Army's uniform last year was pretty cool and it looks pretty good this year too. I think Navy's uniform this year is paying homage uh, to the submarine. Uh, so it's very like dark, um, it, but it, they're, they're very cool. And uh, I'm, I'm going to, I get to watch the game with my battle buddy this year. So I'm really looking forward to that. Um, do you guys do anything special for the Army Navy game? We're working. We <laughs> we'll have to we're record working. it. Yeah. yeah. yeah well, we've got a, a long day because this Saturday we're starting our veteran alumni program. 
So um, right now, our equine learning program is 12 lessons in total. And we didn't want to have to say goodbye to the veterans after they completed their 12 lessons. So our Saturday now, instead of ending around noon, is going to end around five because we opened up additional lessons to invite the veterans who have, quote unquote, completed um, mm -hmm. the equine program to allow them to still be able to be around the horses, get on their backs and actually do some horseback riding. Yeah. And being yeah. that in that community, you know, we're really about creating positive community for veterans. So, you know, allowing them to come back and have that space to be with their buddies is, is really important. So we're excited to debut that on Saturday. Yeah, that's really uh, exciting, um, especially if you, you know, been in the program and you kind of form that bond, not only with your horse, but with other, you know, your other service brothers and sisters as well. That's really kind of, you know, a testament to that community that, that we want to uh, remain in. Um, Matt, question for you. How long were you in the service and how was it getting out for you? Um, I was in the service three years and getting out was, it was tough. It was definitely tough. I mean, I got out, I think, 07, I'd have to look at my DD-214. All those years kind of run together. Um, but really, um, it was... It was, yeah, it was a challenge. Like PTSD was just kind of coming around, just kind of being um, labeled and diagnosed. Um, and I was diagnosed with PTSD. I've got a much better handle. I got a much better handle on it, you know, a decade and change later. Um, but still, um, that transition was difficult, but I was surrounded by friends and family and people that love me. And, um, while my brother was too, um, you know, I just chose a different path. I chose the path to, to fight and to continue to try. And, um, and I surrounded myself with the right kind of people. Um, I think Michael's, Michael's suicide came about not because he didn't have loved ones. He was surrounded just, the, just like I was surrounded with family, surrounded by friends, had a wonderful wife. Um, but if you're not, if the veteran, um, the veteran doesn't always know, or he didn't know, I don't want to speak on behalf of all the veterans. Um, I'll speak on behalf of Michael, but he, he didn't, he wasn't in the position to say that he needed help. Um, so he's surrounded by all these people that care and really, whether it was him not realizing it or him not wanting to admit it. He didn't have, you know, a form, a way to communicate what I feel. He didn't have a, a way to communicate what he was going through. And so that's that's really like the things that we do at the farm are very therapeutic, but all we're doing is hanging out. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. and, and the things that we do, we're inviting the spouses, we're inviting the parents, we're inviting the kids, we're inviting all the people surrounding the veteran to, to kind of trick the vets to come up and just all of a sudden they're just hanging out and starting horseback riding lessons, mm -hmm. you know, like mm -hmm. they don't even realize that what we're doing is surrounding them with all that good um, and giving them a place to go. Good energy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah I mean, I I think that's kind of a, a common misconception and you can agree or disagree that just because a veteran, you know, commits suicide that they don't have anyone. I mean, many times they often do have loving and supportive families. They just don't know how to ask for help or where to go to ask for help. And 
you know, like we said, it's that hanging out, just it just combats that isolation. It gives you an opportunity to be around other people who understand the struggle because nobody understands what we go through other than us. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's important for military spouses to be around other military spouses because you experience things as a military spouse that civilian spouses don't experience. So that's really important in maintaining those connections and that networking and that support because maybe I'm too close to the situation. And I don't notice that something's going on, but maybe somebody can notice those things. And that's the very thing that you guys are doing is providing that space for all of that to occur. Yeah. Uh, in addition, and the meditation program, which is wonderful. And I will be back on as soon as work isn't so crazy. Mm -hmm. uh, but you, you do meditation on Tuesday mornings, Eileen, which is amazing. Yeah. And I, you know, I wanted to add to the the last couple of things, um, it, you know, and just say that we, we provide space for veterans to ask for help, you know, to work on, to work on their interpersonal skills and their connection with the, with the, you know, themselves and others, but really without knowing that they're doing it sometimes, you know, we do, we do a lot of very obvious therapeutic activities um, but just really being around, you know, everyone on the farm and the horses and both Matt and myself who are trained wellness professionals, you know, just that environment can be really therapeutic and nourishing as at its base. Um, and then completely in the space that you, that you have there is very therapeutic, uh, as well. I want to show a picture of the farm. Um, and it's just this beautiful long road that's on the water and you just have this beautiful yeah. environment that's just peaceful isolated right. safe yeah 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 it's yes. great. beautiful it's place. really quite a beautiful space that you've um provided for um the veterans um so you mentioned the riding program so talk a little bit more about that and then also i want to talk about the meditation program that you have uh, as well yeah, so our, our equine program, it's a 12 lesson program. It incorporates uh, well-being activities like meditation, journaling, some stretching, and also, um, you know, largely it's mostly riding and then also groundwork with horses. Yeah, they're not on the backside of the horses for the first three lessons. So they get to just kind of, it's really like um, horsemanship. So they get to learn to groom, to tack, to lead. I mean, you really, you build a relationship with one of the horses that, that we have in the program. Um, so really it's, it is a riding program, but we've, we've, we've labeled it like equine learning because it's start to finish what you're going to learn um, to really um, maintain a horse. And by starting them on the ground, it's, you know, um, like we were talking about earlier, it can be really intimidating being around this giant <laughs> mammal when you first start, especially if you don't have any equine experience. So it's nice to give them that chance of, you know, a little introduction to, hey, there's this giant animal that you could be riding later, but for now, you're just going to get to know. So it's nice to start that way. Well, it builds just a, just a nice foundation, like you said, because they can pick up on all your behaviors and you can't, you know, just jump on a horse and, <laughs> and go ride. You have to build that relationship. And that starts with just simply showing them that you are going to take care of them with, you know, brushing and bathing and learning mm -hmm. how to put the, the saddle on and put it on correctly so that they can be ridden and you're both safe. Um, right. As, yeah. As well. 
they're a herd animal. So like the way they communicate, it's wild. Like our vets can move them around the pen with the flick of a hand or the, the click of a, their teeth or, you know, I mean, it's just, just changing the direction of your movement. Once you've developed that relationship with the horse, just changing your direction, um, that you're walking in will change the horse's direction because they're so in tune with what's going on around them. Mm -hmm. um, and they want to belong. They want, they want you to be a part of their herd. It helps them feel safe. And once that relationship or that bond is created, then um, that's about the time we put them on, on the backside <laughs> and they get to ride. <laughs> but not behind them. We teach them how to, you know, walk behind in the, yeah, we don't want to be behind the horse. We want to be riding the, on the horse. On top. Yeah. Yeah. But it's all about body language. You know, the veterans like it because they, I mean, you know, sometimes they're okay with, you know, going out and just giving direction, but other times it's hard to get out there in the middle of the arena and, you know, just be with this horse and have to ask for help. I mean, it's, it's a great way for them to practice asking for help you know, as someone who's married to a veteran and also who's been working with veterans full time for two years, I can I can say that it's hard for them to ask for help, um, which is beautiful because, you know, I, I trust that he's going to get things done and, and, you know, he clearly can take care of everything. But, you know, it's it's nice. It's nice to, um, you know, it's nice to put them in, in this dynamic where, it's okay, you know, they 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 can learn that it's okay to ask for help. So I think that the program is is beneficial for that reason. One of the reasons anyway. Yeah, and I've I've been to almost every lesson. Like we go not only for the the open and the close. So like Eileen said, we'll start with journaling or meditation or some sort of well-being activity and then we'll end usually with journaling and reflection. Um but in the middle I'm just I'm I'm tagging along and observing and I see I see veteran, I see camaraderie. I see veterans helping veterans. I see veterans stepping up to the challenge. I see vets um, get nervous, you know, in front of their peers. It's, and it's really like all the magic in life. Um, I'm a firm believer, all the magic in life happens, you know, outside of the comfort zone. And that's what we do. We, we create a, a nice safe community, a nice safe space um, for veterans to get outside of their comfort zone and nothing but good comes of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's uh, we, we can be a stubborn breed. Yes. Strong suit. Um, you know, we've, we kind of come from the, you know, put that on rock, you know, rock up, like <laughs> yeah. embrace the stock. You know? <laughs> yeah. Like, our crutch. <laughs> yeah, I uh, so I had a, a friend on a couple of weeks ago who was a retired senior chief to 27 years in the Navy um, and is actually writing a book on his military experiences with, you know, and basically coming through out of the darkness with PTSD. And, um, you know, and we kind of talked about very similar things that the, the, the face of PTSD has kind of changed. And I think we're recognizing it more. And I think the military is doing a better job of educating us and treating us. Uh, but I definitely think it's that, you know, the more we tell our story, the better off we all will be. Because if we, you know, we have to model the behavior, we're really good at leading and, you know, showing how, you know, it needs to be. But once we're out of service and even when we're in service, we still need to be leaders and model that behavior of, hey, asking for help. You know, I'm I run a unit right now, 65 people, and every month I get in front of the, the unit and I say, 
good morning, everyone, and you know, update on what I have to, but I always end with, and if you need help, please ask for it. My door is always open. And if it's not me, please go to someone else because we need to set the tone that it's okay to ask for help and we need to be supporting uh, each other as you know as veteran brothers and sisters and you know still in in the in the uniform out of the uniform uh, i think we you know there's more that we can be doing even while we're still in um but for those when we get out having organizations like michael's foundation uh, is so uh, important. I think we're in a good, I mean, I come from New Jersey and we definitely have a lot more options being down here uh, in Florida uh, for sure. Um, and I, you know, having all the programs that you guys have to offer um, is really uh, important uh, as well. And the meditation program is great because it's virtual. Yeah. Um, so virtual. talk a little bit more about that because I love your chimes. I have to order a set of those off ends. <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah, and, and everything we do at Michael's Foundation is free. So everything, you know, the events, the programs, the writing program, it's all free for veterans and their families. Um, and so, yeah, so I'm a yoga therapist and personal trainer and I lead a, um, we're actually kind of rebranding it. So it's going to be a morning mood class. Yep. The morning mood. The morning mood. The morning mood on Tuesday morning at 7:30. And it'll be, you know, a nice way to wake up and kind of get your body moving, some gentle movement, a little meditation and breathing exercises, um, and some stretching, and you know, just a way to get up and get at it and tackle your day. So I do that on 7:30 on Tuesdays, 7:30 a.m free for veterans and their Yeah, families. and it's remote and it's only how long? It's only uh, 20 minutes. 20 minutes. 20 minutes. Yeah, who doesn't have 20, 20 minutes? 20 minutes and you can start your day off with a, a, a fresh breath. Yeah, <laughs> you got it. exactly. Yeah, it makes some focus. Good company. Yes, and, what, and that's so important too, uh, you know, especially for, you know, I, I live an hour and a half away and I'm eager for when war college ends and I can get in back into the writing program. Um, but, you know, offering great programs is what it's all about. And even if you have to travel a little bit of a little bit of distance, uh, it is it's worth it. Uh, I just want to show a couple pictures here. Um, you have this. Uh, I love your logo. Thank you. Oh, thank you very much. And you guys are on Facebook and any other social media that I am missing besides Facebook. I mean, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, mm -hmm. um, okay. would be the, the big ones, the big three. Mm -hmm. <laughs> The big three. Equine, our graduate. Equine program graduates. Yeah, so we'll have a graduation ceremony for all of the veterans once they, uh, the veterans as they graduate from the 12 lesson program, we have a, a little uh, gathering and get together for them where we can honor them and celebrate them. And this was the last one, the first one that we had, the last one that we had. Mm -hmm. Yes, and Tanya is not only that she partake of your um all the programs that you have to offer but she also volunteers with you guys as well correct yes, yeah she she's does one of the super volunteers for yes sure. definitely she's just adorable i love her <laughs> great absolutely yeah we really you know we really pride ourselves on the volunteers that we have they are our lifeblood you know we have these big events that we put on nine times a year and we wouldn't be able to do it without our volunteers so yeah that's a really and important i mean just a tidbit of info uh that we've learned is uh, according to the the tax gods 
Um, one hour of volunteer value to a nonprofit is $29.99. So $29.99 an hour. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's so that's, I mean, just think that's what you're, you know, if you needed to put a monetary value onto your time, that's what you're giving to a a 501c3 when you donate just an hour of your time. That's pretty cool. It's very valuable. Yeah. It's very valuable. And that's a great way to fill your personal bucket too, is to give, give back. Yeah. Yeah. Just, I wasn't sure if you were a bean counter and if so, you know, if you, you like that. Yeah. The numbers are always good. And, but you know, it's, it's interesting because I think a lot of people don't really understand all that's involved in a 501c3 and getting those volunteers is extremely important to the success of the program because you couldn't exist and all the important work that you guys want to do. And, you know, it's, it's important. I mean, I just, I would have never thought about that. And I think that's a really interesting fact. <laughs> yeah, we really, yeah. we would, uh, yeah. I don't know where we would be we if we didn't have our volunteers. And what's great about our volunteers is a lot of them are repetitive. Of course, we have new blood come on and and usually once they come once, they, they come back. Um, but the repetition that we have, you know, the repeated support, um, it means the world to us. And that also adds to the community. I mean, some are vets, some are family of veterans, spouses, widowed spouses. Um, I mean, there's all sorts of uh, different uh, ages and sizes. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it, it's really strengths and fitness levels. You know, I mean, yeah. a big a big part of our volunteer base is for events set up. Uh, during events and then clean up for events. And so for those, you know, the requirement is that you need to be able to lift upwards of 50 pounds. And so we have a job for you in that regard. And then, but then there's all these other tasks where we need people. We have trustworthy positions. We have technical positions. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's, yeah, there's so much that needs to be done at our events, especially. But it's great because it's all free, you know, and and we're really about the families. We we want the veteran spouses to feel included and to feel important because they are as important as the veteran. So it's really important to have, you know, the space for the families and to provide a very nourishing and inclusive environment for them. Yeah. Yeah. That spousal support is is so important because we couldn't do what we do without our spouses uh, supporting us. It's it's hard. We lost long periods of time. And (laughs) all right, you're going to take care of the house and the kids and the animals and everything. I'm going off and (laughs) be back in about six months. (laughs) Yeah. I'll see you in nine months. Okay. Bye. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Meanwhile, the washer's breaking. There's a hurricane going on. The dog's like throwing up somewhere. (laughs) it's funny because matt is um matt is really great at you know keeping the house in orderly tip-top shape and he's (laughs) he's the person in the house that does that he's the cook he's he's incredible with with all of that stuff so i learn a lot from him um and he you know he provides in that way and i mean in many ways but yeah Yeah. (laughs) partner like that so it seems like, you know, being a veteran, there's so much to being a veteran, but it really teaches you discipline, dedication, also healthy routines, you know, like just keeping the house clean is is something that a lot of our veterans talk about. Yeah. You know, make, yeah, make your bed. <laughs> make your bed every day. Make your bed every there's day. There's some days I'm like, I can't, but yes, the making, the because they kind of like beat that into us. 
what we're like in boot camp and stuff. Yeah, definitely. God forbid your locker is not locked. There will be hell to pay. <laughs> right. Um, and speaking of your wonderful volunteers and keeping families connected, you had it. You all participated recently in, in a parade in Claremont. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Yeah, the Veterans Day Parade. It was super fun. You know, we couldn't have a live horse with us, so we just decided to provide blow-up horses, which was inflatable <laughs> horses, which was pretty fun. Um, but that's a that's a, a variety of our um, repetitive um, and consistent volunteers that we love so much. That is a very cute picture. I had to put my glasses on, and then I saw all the little like riding horses that you guys. Had. <laughs> right. That was Eileen's yeah. idea. Yeah, that, like, that was a great idea. <laughs> Somehow, we yeah. Horses. We, we have horses, just none of which are parade ready. Right. That's feisty there. That's one feisty, of the actually... yes. I love that name. <laughs> feisty, yep. So that's our, you know, he's he's our um, one of our main uh, riding horses in our equine program. And his name is Feisty Star. And he's just, just a little cutie. Sometimes he is very feisty, but the veterans do enjoy riding him. And, um, you know, and he's 20 something and yeah. just and just went to a show and is still winning awards. Yeah. So wow. he's, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm not sure what he won at the most recent show, but yeah, I, I mean, yeah. he's still he's still placing. Um, so, right. yeah, he's. Uh, yeah, he's a, a he's special, a loyal special, buddy. Horse. special. Yeah, he really is a star. Now, how many horses do you have in the riding program? Three right three now. Three right now. Yeah, the barn itself has many more, but we have three that are dedicated to the riding program. Um, and then we have two instructors over those three horses. Yeah, and it's great. You know, we have a nice partnership with them. So they're called um, Keeley Clark's Almara Arabian Sport Horses. And they are, you know, basically the Almar Arabian, which is a really famous line of uh, breed of, of Arabian horses. And so Keeley is a co-owner of the farm and we rent the space and the horses and all the services from them. Yeah, so it's, it's a the, really great partnership. The oldest living uh, bloodline in Arabian horses, um, purebred Arabian in the world. It's a, it's a special horse. They're, they're beautiful. And, and Zach's horse that um, Ezra is gorgeous uh, as well. <laughs> yeah. Yes, Ezra is beautiful. And he knows it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's definitely a diva. Yes, it's great. I love it. And yeah. one of the other events that you have that looks super fun, I wish I had a child here. <laughs> yeah. Eileen made me go down that slip and slide. <laughs> fully clothed. So Shoes on, belt on. <laughs> Luckily, she let me take my cell phone out of my pocket. But yeah, that summer, that summer splash. And yeah, I mean, that's one of our maybe seven different water features that we set up. It's a mm -hmm. lot of hose. Uh, all a lot of setup. And so we need volunteers for that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah that, that one looks a little more labor intensive than maybe some of the other ones. Yes. <laughs> it really is. And it's, it is. it's so funny because it's all about the kids. I mean, that one, yeah. that one, that and our Easter because of the Easter egg hunt is probably oh. pushing 80% children that mm -hmm. show up to that. So mm -hmm. um, it's a big deal. That must be a fun event on the farm with hiding eggs. Oh my gosh. Yeah, last year we did. Uh, Five thousand. Somebody, eggs. somebody thought it was a good idea. Five thousand. <laughs> yeah. Five thousand. 
this guy was like, let's let's hide 5,000 Easter eggs. Well, I didn't really do the math. I didn't right. do the math. So you can actually only stuff about five eggs a, a minute. minute. Yeah, um, so just crunch those numbers. I don't know it what took, that comes it out took to. days. But it that's how many days. minutes of egg stuffing. Of course, we had wonderful volunteers yeah, helping. Great volunteers. Um, but we only got about halfway through in about an eight-hour session with seven people working. Yeah, so it was. Uh, it was yeah, but it lot. was well worth it. We, yep, yeah, it, it was our lar It was our biggest. Um, well, it was our most well-attended event that we've had, um, and tons of people. We had the Easter Bunny. You know, we were like basically throwing out candy, giving candy out to kids, and they always leave with all these free things. It's just a lot of fun for the families. Mm -hmm. So are you going to do 5,000 eggs this year and you start sooner? Or <laughs> oh, oh, nice. do more eggs this year? Yeah, yeah, you always got bigger and better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's fun. I think we, we, um, we may hide them differently so that they last a little bit longer. Because, you know, even if you do 5,000, they still... Get. Those kids Those sucked kids, them up they in suck minutes. Them up in two seconds. It was, oh, yeah. it was impressive. Crazy. Right. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I thought it must be so fun. Watch. I remember, like, my son is 21 now, but I remember my two favorite times of the year were Halloween because I love taking him to the pumpkin patch at Easter because I love doing the mm. egg hunts with him. I'm like, I wonder if I can convince my brother to bring my nephew down. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yeah, that's fun. Do it. That's great. Yeah. And we have a big event coming up for Christmas, our December 16th event. It's uh, called Horsey Holiday. We'll have uh, Mr. and Mrs. Claus there with an elf. We'll have craft decoration, cookie decorating. Um, we're going to be giving out stuffed stockings, taking pictures. We have pony rides for the kids and the adults. It'll be great. So yeah, all free. So yeah, if you're a veteran, come out with your family. If you're not a veteran, you know, we just ask that you make a small do donation on our website and then just come on out. It's still open to you and we'd love to have you. And what time does that event start? Uh, that is 11 a.m. 11 a.m. till 3 p.m. on the 16th of December. And free food. Free food, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> By uh, Kenny's Takeaways. We love Kenny. He does awesome yeah. barbecue here. Killer barbecue. Yeah. We're going to have chili dogs at this one, too. Chili dogs. In addition to the barbecue. Cornbread, mac and cheese. <laughs> yeah, I'm just putting that into the chat so that when people uh, watch it after the fact that we have those dates and times out there uh, for Great. you guys. Uh, and then the 2024 calendar has some amazing events coming up as well. Mm -hmm. Yay, 2024. What are our favorites? What's your favorite? You know, so I'm really excited for the We Love Veterans Festival because that is going, it's going to be the first time we've ever done a February We Love Veterans Festival. First time, first annual. So it's going to be themed around Valentine's Day. Um, we're going to have a kissing booth with Feisty <laughs> and then the donkey that we have on property. So that should be really fun uh, and inter interesting to see. And then we're also going to invite for that event, we're going to invite our uh, veteran partners, uh, veteran related nonprofit partners out. And then they can also provide games at, at little booths. So if you are a nonprofit um, veteran organization and you would like to partner with us, feel free to contact us and we may have you out to the farm for that event and you'll put on some games for the kids. Mm -hmm. 
So that's pretty. Sounds like an excellent, uh, that sounds like a good time. And afford an opportunity to, again, network with other organizations. Because, you know, sometimes you don't even, you don't know what you don't know until you don't know. And I think that that's one of the great things about all, you know, the programs that you offer is the the networking and the community. Uh, And you have, you you have your secret weapon, Alan. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Veteran benefit guidance guru, Alan Alford. Yes. He's great. So, yep. So Alan is a veteran and he memorized title 38 and he can help veterans with basically every single thing related to the VA and compensation and, you know, shelter and food and getting jobs. He can really help you with all of that. So we connect him with veterans all the time, which mm-hmm. is really great. Yeah, he, it, I was beyond impressed at his knowledge of the VA, the system and the title, the article, the whole thing. I was like, what you're making my head spin out. Right, right. And he's he's a great partner because it's easy, again, it's easy for a veteran to to say they need help with benefits, not easy for them to say they need help with their with their mental state. Um, and so a lot of times they'll come in and they'll connect with Alan and he'll hook them up, he'll get them whatever they earned while they were in the military. Um, and then during that, that kind of deep dive into what's going on with them, um, they usually just, just end up in, in our laps, you know, over, over with us, with the horses. Um, so, because again, it's easy, it's easy to say, I need, you know, I need to get my benefits in order. Um, not so easy to say I'm messed up, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I'm not yeah. Good or I'm depressed or I need a little support in other ways. Yeah. Agree. And I think it's also helpful because he knows the system so well, it, he can get you to what you need sooner rather than later and help you navigate that process step by step. And I'm, even at the most basic level, you know, you're trying to call for customer service and you're like, what? like you're just trying to scream. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, just but like- having someone who can help you through that process so that you're not having a heart attack on the phone trying to get a hold of somebody is such a huge, such a huge help. Well, not only that, I mean, he, he, like, we had a veteran um, that got approved, I, I want to say like 70% approved. And I guess that he wasn't getting any of it because uh, he got a lump sum at retirement. And so they were going to make him pay back this 90, 80, $70,000 mm-hmm. before he touched a dime. And Alan stepped in and negotiated. He only pays, you know, a few hundred a month now and gets to see the remainder of that. And it's like, so not only can he get you what you earned or deserve, but he can also help with the technicalities because the the VA sometimes um, wants to get technical because they like their money too. (laughs) Right. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So you have all these great programs coming. You have other things in the works that you, other ideas that you're floating out there. (laughs) <laughs> yes, we just announced today in our, so we have a group me where we have all of our veteran members and their spouses. Um, it's like a little hub for them to hang out and they can write to each other. And we have little questions every week. So everyone can kind of connect and share, but it's a nice little nourishing community through an app that we use called group me. And we just announced in there that we are going to be doing our first annual women veterans uh, day retreat weekend in june june 6th through 9th it'll be free for women veterans 
Um, right now we have spaces for 12, uh, 12 uh, women veterans and we're super excited about it. So yeah, that's, that's an happening. An entire weekend. An entire weekend. <laughs> Friday yeah. night through Sunday, we'll be staying at a Lake Louisa State Park in the little cabins there. It sounds like an amazing opportunity uh, for uh, for women veterans to come together and have some community and some a breath of fresh air and space and safe space. Yeah, safe space. For what a great point. Yeah, we'll be doing some yoga and you know meditation. I, I'm going to lead a couple different classes um, based on what the women veterans tell us, and then we'll probably bring a few other coaches in. We'll do some tours around the park. It'll be really nice. Yeah, and I, I'm I think the bonfires are my favorite. Um, <laughs> those those are kind of sprinkled throughout the year, um, but they're you know in some of our events we're in the upwards of almost 400 people. And our veterans said, uh, some of our vets said they were starting to feel like a number. So that's where the bonfires came from. Um, and we have smaller numbers. I mean, groups of 20, 30 people um, at most. Uh, and really, it's just a real intimate, nice, cozy setting where we all just get to hang out and mm -hmm. have a good time. Uh, again, families are always welcome to those. And it's just uh, hot dogs on skewers and s'mores by the fire. I mean, mm -hmm. it's it's a real chill evening. Sounds sounds great. Uh, Michael's Foundation helping veterans, their spouses, and their families out of Claremont, Florida. Uh, if you are not in the area of Claremont, Florida, uh, um, you can look up equine therapy close to your home uh, near you. Um, Eileen and Matt, thank you so much for coming on the show tonight and sharing your love of this foundation and love of veterans and all the amazing work that you're doing to support veterans and the community. Thank you. Uh, thanks very much. That's thanks awesome. for having us. Thanks for having yeah. us. What a pleasure. Very welcome. Very welcome. Happy to spread the love and put all that good energy out there. You're yeah. awesome. I'm the dog. You. Thank you. For the Dog Tag Diva, I'm here to remind you to greet each day with purpose, passion, and tenacity, and be kind to each other. That's the show for today, everyone. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week with an all-new show. And remember, you can listen to us again and again. The podcast of this radio show is available right after we go off the air tonight, anywhere that you can get your podcast episodes. And thanks for joining